0: we think about the implications of Matthew chapter 13, particularly when it comes to our life being cultivated as good soil, I want you to know today, really, to just go deeper with it, that the real estate of your heart, of your life, it is valuable. It is prime territory. And in the story that Jesus gave us, he said that the weeds and thorns, they are competitors in that soil. Competitors that are robbers, weeds and thorns robbing us of the purpose and potential of our lives, entered, enjoying, and expanding God's kingdom with our loving, awesome King, King Jesus. When robbers have come in to steal, kill, and destroy your life, here's the goal. That we take on a sense of onus and responsibility to make sure our life is cultivated, the soil of our heart is cultivated to be good soil for the king and his kingdom by ridding ourselves of all competitors. When Peter was trying to get this point of cross to help believers just like us to truly understand it, here's how Peter put it in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 1. He said, so rid yourself of all malice and all deceit all hypocrisy, envy, and slander of every kind. But what I want you to focus on there is he says, rid yourself of it. Listen, God has given you all the favor, blessing, power, potential that he can give to you. He's given you calling. He shed his blood on the cross. Man, he sent his Holy Spirit that's ready to indwell you and fill you to the point where you're yielded to him. And he's saying now, listen, weeds and thorns have grown up. They're robbing you like a thief. So rid yourself of them. And I want to share with you in this deeper dive what I've learned over the years (laughs) because I know very intimately what it looks like to have been given so much and waste time, energy, and opportunities for years allowing the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches to rob me and everyone around me of this like weeds and thorns. So, I want to give you a couple of steps that I've learned. I hope they'll be beneficial to you. First off, to take the sense of personal onus to cultivate my heart to be good soil, to honor what Peter was saying to Christians just like us rid yourself of these things. The first thing for me. Was I had to get a clear mind. So my mind was so clouded, I didn't even recognize the weeds and thorns that were choking me in. And finally, you know, with just God's grace and any wisdom or sensibility I could muster up, I said, you know what? I'm not gonna do that anymore. I'm not gonna do that anymore. When I let go of some of the crutches that were clouding my thinking, uh, getting in the way of my judgment, For for the first time in my life, I actually started to see clearly. The first act I took to cultivate my heart was to think clearly. Remove some of the rubbish that was causing me to be distorted in my thinking. Futile in my thinking. Worldly in my thinking. The second thing was to recognize who and what the competitors really were. Listen, there were strong competitors fighting for the seat of the throne of authority in my life. I had no idea the spiritual warfare, but it was in people and it was in things. It was in ideas. And I had to recognize who the competitors were. I had to identify them, recognize their voice, see their own selfish desire to usurp the throne that only belongs to Jesus. And here's what I realized. I had been giving them real estate in the center of my life. I'd been giving them real estate on the throne of my heart for way too long and I had nothing to show for it. With a clear mind, a true understanding, seeing the situation, identifying the robbers, the usurpers, the next step I took, I had to align my allegiances with King Jesus and his rule and reign over my life and never look back. I stood before my church and my family and everybody who knew me and I said this phrase, I am going to seek to turn my face to Jesus and honor him with my life instead of dishonor him. For me, that expression was Jesus I'm aligning my life with your rule and your reign for me. I give no seat, no real estate, no authority to the robbers that have sought to usurp it. Jesus, with a clear mind, I ask you, pull the weeds and thorns. Let this life belong to you and make it fruitful. So here's my question for you. Jesus said, robbers and thieves have moved in. They're weeds and thorns choking out everything I want to do. What's it going to take for you to get a clear mind? What needs to stop? What needs to be removed? What needs to change for you to start seeing and thinking clearly on what is taking place in the real estate of the heart of your life? How do you need to identify the things and potentially the people that are competitors to Christ seated as the Lord, the King of your life. And what would it look like in a radical way for you to align the full allegiance of your life with King Jesus? Let him be seated on the throne. Take his rightful seat and give you an abundant, fruitful life, producing a great harvest for his kingdom. My prayer for you is that you would value your life as much as Jesus does. Rid yourself of every competitor and let King Jesus have his way in you.